NNF After Dark is brought to you by Sandpiper Vacations. For all of your vacation planning needs, visit www.sandpipervacations.com. Tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Welcome to NNF After Dark. Chris is going to take you through the highlights of the previous episode and maybe even say some bad words, plus celebrity interviews, and much, much more. And now, here he is, the scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Chris Young! Welcome, everybody, to No New Friends After Dark. This Actually, why are we calling it after dark? It's probably it's during dark. After dark would be morning. That's the hell true. Why this? do people call this? things after dark after dark? It's because after dark is morning. It's during dark. During that dark. That sounds yeah, it sounds pretty bad though. Yeah. But D-D. it's an alliteration. D D. Double D. Yeah. Double D. Oh, double D. Oh. No new friends, double D. We're gonna call it call it a lawyer. We're gonna call, we're gonna trademark that. So, like I said, we are streaming on Twitch. So, if you're listening to this now, recorded on a podcast platform, you can watch this live too. You have the opportunity to watch it live. We broadcast this after the live show on Wednesday nights, around nine thirty ish. Whenever we get done, uh, we broadcast it live to the world. We have viewers chiming in right now in the chat. We have people watching right now. But if you didn't get a chance to watch it live, there now are many you're viewers. My voice. Many viewers are saying some that's say the best podcast ever. Some say it's the most viewers of all the After Dark shows. Some say it's all the, the most viewers of all the During Dark episodes. <laughs> so if you're hearing this and it's not live and it's pre-recorded, thank you for listening. We're doing it both ways. We're we're uh, we we do we do we go both ways. We go both ways. Got we go live. We go pre-recorded. That's the beauty of what we do. So welcome to No New Friends After Dark, brought to you by Sandpiper Vacations. Just reach out to Nick. You hear my spiel on the episode. He's the best. He's yeah. the greatest. He's the best sport. He's the best travel agent. He's the best at ever. He's the best lover. He's the best. Heard, hot- oh wait, people are saying people are saying he's the best lover. People are saying we can say whatever we want on this show too, Scott. We can, we can, yeah. um, because it, every every episode of uh, NNF After Dark is going to be marked explicit, just because, just in case, just in case. Yep. Oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now here's here's the here's the funny thing is I don't like I don't like podcasts that just overly use use foul language. I just don't like if they no. use it as an adjective. I think it's too much. If it's yeah. being used for comedic purposes, I'm I'm down with that. I'm 100 percent down with that, but I don't know. So, like, I don't. You guys do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Uh, but I'm I'm going to refrain from saying fuck uh, as much as possible. So, literally, my favorite word. Oh fuck <laughs> yeah! Hey, let it fly. It's my, my, it's my wife's least favorite, least favorite word. And activity. So, <laughs> this is the episode where we kind of pull the cart, pull the curtain back, not the shower curtain. Well, because after dark could does sound a little promiscuous, Scott. So this it is does. not a this is not a porn thing. This Damn. is a uh, well. Then I'm out. Yeah. You guys do yeah. this. You guys so just be this. me and Sarah. Um, so the voices you do hear are uh, the one, the only uh, former host. Because I'm the host now. I'm the captain now. Actually, I'm not. Just for this, just for this little thing. Uh, Scott, the host on the actual show. This is the just for like carnival show, I guess. And then we have 
our resident Jew. <laughs> you, you know what's funny is is I I have begged Chris. I begged Chris. I was like Chris. I think I think I should start introducing Sarah as Super Jew. Like it let is. me let me call her Super Jew. He he talked me out of it. He talked me yeah. out. He's like, no, not, I think that's not too much. good. Yeah, no not offense good. taken by me personally. Right, so. right. We we lose. Well, we lose what point one percent of our listeners. So it's fine. Um. <laughs> So, but it's funny. So, in this last episode, we did talk uh, a little bit about your Jewish background, uh, Jewish religion, Jewish. What, what, what is it? Is it a culture? Is it a ethnicity? Yeah, what are you? Like, what what is are it? you? The answer what, what is yes. The answer is the answer yes. Is yes. <laughs> it's a state of mind. It's a state of mind. Uh, let's put it this way: I was raised Jewish. Okay. But I, I was raised broke. I. <laughs> well, yeah. See, there's the difference. Um, but I don't oh, I see my cat stepping on my keyboard right oh, now. Scott's getting Scott starting to sweat when he's <laughs> stop, stop it. Stop it. Yeah, I, I no, I just wanna I would I just wanna make a you know, take a couple pictures, you know, maybe uh, maybe cat a paws. photo shoot with your cat. <laughs> I was I was raised Jewish, but you know, as you grow up and you get your own information, you know, things things change. Just when you do things. your own research. Yeah. So what you're trying right. to say is you started listening to the Joe Rogan podcast and now you're <laughs> now you're spiritually independent. So what actually happened was um at some point in late elementary, early middle school, one of my teachers who was not Jewish, because I went to a Jewish private school as well. Um oh. he showed a do you guys remember the Nova uh series? Wasn't that, that was... that's in the Guardians no. of the Galaxy, right? No, 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 no. I don't remember his name. Oh, oh uh, Kirk Cameron. Is that his name? Left Behind? Is that know. what you're talking about? Like the Left Behind series? With the rapture? Oh, no, no, that's Christianity. Sorry. Uh, I'm Christianity a Catholic. I is the opposite of Judaism. Sorry. I, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have to send a picture and see if anybody else recognizes him. Um, but they, he showed us something on evolution. And I said, ah... This makes, makes sense. sense. Oh. I, I understand now. Science is a thing. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I started to believe my own thing. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So mm-hmm. next week on No New Friends After Dark, we're going to get into politics. Uh, tonight's <laughs> subject is all about religion, though. So no politics tonight. We're just going to talk about religion. So since, we're, since tonight's topic is religion, Sarah, my friend claims he's three-eighths Jewish. How the hell? I'm two percent. I'm two percent Jewish. How the hell are you a percentage of a religion? Please explain. Well, you know, obviously your family history, but my my mother was raised Baptist. Her entire family, we've got pastors. I mean, they they are just very very religious. And my father is Jewish. And when they got married, my mom was introduced to the religion. And she decided that she wanted to raise myself and my brother as Jewish. So that's how it was. Jewish private school, confirmation class, Hebrew school, synagogue on Fridays and Saturday mornings, the work. And so when I was 10, they formally converted me and my brother to Judaism with the whole... At 10? I was 10. Yep. My brother's five and a half years younger than me. So... That's interesting because as infants in the, I, I I was brought up Catholic. As infants, they try to try to drown us, and then they say, "Hey, you're Catholic." That's no, that's that's almost exactly how it happens. But you see, like if if I I'm 
kind of ignorant to some things in other religions. I will admit that. But that's where they put you in the water, obviously, right. in right. the church. Okay. Yes. Yeah. They don't do that for us. Oh. Orth- Orthodox, they have a whole like setup for it. Oh, please explain. Not, it's like a dunk tank. Not, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like a bathtub. Oh, the same that's hot. Place, it's wait, the same wait, 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 wait a second. Where, wait a second. Wait a second. If you're above the age of 18, I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we just, it's the same wow. place where women go during their monthly cycle to get wait, cleansed. Wait, wait. Oh, and not so hot anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're saying they get baptized in a, in a tub of blood? N- well, the initiation. I like to think of it as like a, a hot tub kind of situation. Like there's that is not what a hot tub is like, Sarah. I don't like know if you've ever been in a hot tub. This is like a, it's, it's like a hot tub in a haunted house, like where you know where you see the the the, the, the red water just okay. Well, so listen, the shining for <laughs> for me because I live uh, you know in a beach town. They just brought us to the ocean and dunked us in the ocean once a middle. month well no we don't i don't do that because no I'm no, not no, no, no but not 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 no not you but now i'm interested no no, so, no no i i assume that the synagogue the one and only orthodox synagogue that we have in my area has the setup required for this practice so women are required once a month to cleanse themselves yes but it's during the time of the month that they have their womanly cycle so okay so listen i was joking about this topic tonight being related but <laughs> we're diving head first into this not head first into what you're talking about but head first into this topic because now first you had my interest now you have my curiosity so what is the <laughs> what do you what Uncle is remus the, Django what and that voice? Oh, yeah, okay. leonardo DiCaprio from Django. okay so why do they do this? Is it do they think it's the devil in them? Do they believe in the devil? I'm interested. I I'm so sorry to disappoint, but I'm not entirely sure either. Really? Okay, there's listen, so listen there's, for content, there's a, I'm gonna need you to study. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna there, just, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean I probably Please. did study Alex, at one point, but Alex, I did cut damage. that out. Actually, Alex is not editing this. I am. Scott, cut that Scott, out. Cut that make, out. Make something up. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see. <laughs> Listen, so there's wow. there's a lot of interesting practices. You can't ne- you, women and men can't sit next to each other during services. What? Okay. Some places even have a I don't know if you it, it's a curtain between the men and the women so they can't see each other. What if you're gay? Or do they not believe in gay? That's I, I don't think that's a thing. Being gay or I don't I've it's a never thing. Trust met. Me, it's a thing. I mean, yes, it's a I thing. I know gay, but people. I have never met an Orthodox, put it that way, an Orthodox uh, gay Jew. I was going to say because you are in Florida, I wouldn't be surprised if you said you've never met anybody that was gay. But, <laughs> but uh, listen, no, but this trust is me, the I theme, live in the Northeast. Hold on, this is the theme park. Equal. This is the theme park capital of the world. There are plenty of. We have the gay uh, pride parade. Uh, there are plenty of gays in Florida. Plenty. We call them gay we, people. We should have more. No. We should have more gay we people. We should have more. Yeah. I say we have what, plenty. There's not enough. There's I'll not I'll tell you what, in the Northeast, in the Northeast, not afraid because everyone, uh, we don't care up here. So anyway, so, but the Orthodox Jewish care because they, so, okay, so there's not a separate room or there's like a, like it doesn't matter if you're, because it doesn't count. I don't get it. So the curtain, curtain for men, <laughs> curtain for women. No. I'm getting so very uncomfortable lit- talking okay, about so religion you're, now. You're literally <laughs> sitting in the middle of 
of the synagogue during services and there's an actual curtain on imagine it being like pews okay on either side i understand that reference men right men on one side women on the other curtain in between cannot see each other you cannot sit next to each other i i don't know i don't know how actually factual this is i don't know if i should even say this but they actually have sex with a sheet in between them Wait 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 that's Amish first of all wait no that's the Handmaid's Tale what are you talking about that's the Handmaid's Tale I learned this way before I first of all I've never seen Handmaid's Tale so I can't be making I think you have seen Handmaid's Tale yeah it's called your church it's whatever you're talking about hold up hold up we 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 do have to get into this the different like religious loopholes for sex because the Mormons. You know, they're not allowed to have sex until they're married. It's like super strict. So they do this thing. It's called soaking. And they will lay on top of of each other inside. And like there will be other people that shake the bed to (gasps) to simulate. It's called an orgy, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But they will sit there and just just boom, 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 boom to make to create the motions to create the motions for them. So that way they're not breaking any rules. (gasps) Teamwork. Wow. That's insane. That is sad. Terry, you're going to have to go to your local synagogue and be, hey, I learned some new information. I I think I found a loophole. (laughs) 50 bucks, I'll let you know. I do not want to partake in that loophole. So, Wow. Yeah, because why? Who's the informant? Who's the informant? So, so, okay, so sheets in Florida used for um, sexual relations between Orthodox Jewish people and uh, the Republican Party. Got it. <laughs> I knew that's where that was going. <laughs> we use them up here for sleeping. I mean, I don't know what you guys you know south of them. I sleep on sheets up here. You guys make fun of me for living in Jersey. Uh, hmm. Now I know why. Insecurity. Yeah. We have so many different uses for sheets here. So anyway, back to my question. <laughs> what percentage Jewish are you? <laughs> I got a lot more answer than I was bargaining for. I know, right? So now, how do you determine percentage of a religion? Well, so I'll, like, so like, are you 100% Jewish, and then you believe in evolution? So now you're like 33% Jewish. So <laughs> I guess, I guess by birth, I'm 50% Jewish, but I converted. But this is interesting because Jew, J- Judaism is not a like it's not a race. It's not an right. It's it's, it's a it's right. a religion. Right. It's like okay, so I was brought up Catholic, but I'm not born Catholic. Yeah, I'm not like 50 percent Catholic, right? I don't right, have right. a Catholic nose or a Catholic name. Like it, it's just like Judaism is very wow. strange to me. Wait like, a second, okay. wait a second, wait. Oh, what? Does that mean that I have a Jewish nose? Is that what you're trying to I say? Would, that's or? what I was going to ask. I mean, that's how I felt when he. You're the, the <laughs> you're the exception. You're the exception to the rule. I didn't know you All were right, Jewish. Until... I get I get a lot of people that say, "Hey, you don't look like a Jew." So what's that wow. supposed to look like? I don't wow. You you have no idea how many times I've been told I don't look like a Jew. Right, Is that why you got the tattoo? Not just, a Jew? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's like Disney. Yeah, Animal Kingdom was like not a Jew. <laughs> Sarah's not a Jew. <laughs> wow. Okay. So this was this was first of all, very enlightening this conversation. <laughs> and um never never thought I uh wanted to like go down the YouTube rabbit hole of Judaism until tonight, like Orthodox Judaism. Right. Uh, this is interesting. Maybe not too far down the rabbit hole. That sheet thing. I think I'll take your word for it. I don't think I need to see that, but, um, but, but wow, that would this, make is, for this a fun video to watch. 
Yeah, maybe no new friends after dark. After dark. (laughs) (laughs) We just took off with this first episode. (laughs) (laughs) That will be on our Discord. That will not be on on Twitch. (laughs) Well, anyway, should we continue on with this or should we introduce the... uh, Well, real uh, quick, real quick before we introduce our guest. uh, So I did proclaim myself 2% Jewish. Oh, you proclaimed it? Proclaimed it. Yep. Uh, Converted, whatever. Yeah, I'm 3.5% Muslim. So, but I'm going to tell you why. So I realized that my, my brother, tell you why. Okay. So my brother-in-law got, this was when standalone GPSs were like real popular um, mm-hmm. because we didn't have it on our phones yet. We had flip phones. So my, my brother-in-law, I realized my brother-in-law is half Jewish and he got a GPS for Hanukkah. And I realized a couple of things. One, his mother loved him more than my mother loves me. Oh, and two, Jewish your mother people, loves me more than your mother loves you. That is true. That is very true. A lot of men in your life that love them. I'm sorry. <laughs> and two, uh, Jewish people during Hanukkah get better gifts. So I said, I'm 2% Jewish just so I could get a GPS. Now I was so excited about GPS. So uh, Christmas that year, I was with my ex uh, at the time. We, we weren't exes and which, by the way, is very confusing to people who listen to our show, who know my history, and they hear me introduce Sarah every week. And they're like, did you really put your baby mama on the show? <laughs> and and I thought about- New th- information. New right? information, right. I actually thought about making your nickname, not my baby mama, Sarah. <laughs> not, uh, yeah, he did actually tell me this on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I haven't thought about it, but we're not doing that. We'd be so- arrested for our phone conversations. <laughs> we we have to remind ourselves, wait a second, we're using our podcast voice. We need to like talk real life for a second. <laughs> so so I, I, we're sitting there opening up Christmas presents and I see a box that looks like a Garmin GPS. Oh, like, congratulations. Oh, oh, sorry that you saw a box. I got yeah. excited for you. Yeah. And I was like, that's my GPS. I text her. I was like, that's my GPS. She's the only one that saw it. It wasn't a GPS. It was the fucking game Mancala, uh, you know, with the little, <laughs> oh, the little rocks. That's a great little, game. Little you know how to play that? It is a great game. It's a fantastic game. Yes. But um, it's not a GPS. It's not a GPS. So every, mm. so once they found out the story every year, you know, now, so because of that, we start celebrate. we celebrate one day of Hanukkah every single year with my brother-in-law and my <laughs> sister. No, I swear to God, we go over there, we all wear blue, we eat latkes <laughs> and uh, potatoes, we play the menorah game. It's a big the thing. Dreidel. It's, it's the dreidel. The dreidel game. The menorah, yeah, the menorah game. The oh my game. goodness gracious. <laughs> but, 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 but as a result. 2% Jew is really showing. Um, exactly. <laughs> only 2%. Only 2%. As a result of my I'm wanting a, a GPS, which I never got. I got 18 different travel games of Mancala uh, every single year. <laughs> in, in fact, one year they even wrapped Mancala in a Garmin box. It's fucking bullshit. So, so, but as a result of me throwing a, a major temper tantrum and being super dramatic about getting this Garmin GPS, they like my, 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 brother-in-law and my sister and uh and the kids they they celebrate hanukkah like all eight days they do the prayer they light the candles they like the kids are you know only 25 percent jew at this point because you know they're it's dwindling they're, yeah. it's dwindling yeah it's uh it's dissipating it's getting diluted the jew is going away um but they still celebrate that you know they do the menorah they do the prayer that are and um and <laughs> and uh we but don't it's use of, that know. language. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I think you cursed. <laughs> I think you called Sarah very derogatory. Term. I probably no, did. Probably no, did. I was talking about Chris. Zuntite. <laughs> oh, it's German. <laughs> oh God. 
Oh my god! Oh. That's that's your second hate crime of the night, Chris. Oh, um, that's it too. Yeah, that's it. So anyway, uh, everybody's Jewish now, and my, you know, we we celebrate Hanukkah every year. We get together. That's like one of our. That's one of our fifteen Christmas activities that we do. We celebrate one day of Hanukkah. Oh, well, congratulations. That doesn't make you any less anti-Semitic than you are, Scott. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> don't know where I was going with that. Poor, oh, poor, oh, poor oh. Brian B. did an interview with us and he gets to follow this. <laughs> so, Scott, uh, for all our listeners out there, don't let him fool you. The only reason he celebrates Hanukkah is because of all the carbs. Uh, the latkes, <laughs> the, uh, the matzah. It's it's not for the uh, potential Garmin GPS. Do you uh, his make wife up for it? Of those. Do you make up for it by celebrating Passover? What's that? <laughs> or you don't eat. <laughs> you don't eat. You don't eat carbs. Oh no 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 no! no. In fact, I don't even celebrate Lent. Oh, what's the quick, opposite of Passover? Real quick definition: Lent. Sarah, when your people killed Jesus, um, he had mm. to walk a very long path, uh, and he sacrificed, you know, his life uh, to your people. And so we try to simulate that for 40 days by giving up something that's important to us. I gave up something. What'd you give up? Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Good for you. I gave up dieting. Um, <laughs> it was very important to me. <laughs> now, Sarah, what would you give up if you, uh, if you yeah. were Catholic? Emily, gave, here's an example. Maybe. Emily gave up social media. Oh, thank goodness. TikTok's yeah. driving me nuts. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm a Jew. Um, in this particular conversation, yeah, <laughs> you're not Jewish until it comes to Lent. <laughs> Buy, buying things, I probably oh, okay. Oh, buying that, things, so just start. I mean, non-essential, non-essential. Oh, okay, not because okay. I buy a lot of non-essential things. Oh. Okay, so I am Catholic. Um, so I do a little oh. bit hate you, Sarah, because you killed my. Uh, my yeah, God. you killed our Lord uh, and Savior. Well, actually, no, actually, no, because the way that he he died, so now I'm go to heaven. So I guess that's good. So I love you. Right. So because, yes, he died. Yeah. He, he, the, your people killed Jesus right. so that he, for all man's sins. So now I can do whatever the fuck I want. As long as I go to confession and say, I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm good. See, exactly. this is kind you of, you created new. the loophole for us. Except for probably homicide. Thank I don't you. know. This is new information for me. I'm not going to lie. That I didn't know that it was Jesus? all of this. I also well, don't no, know if that's people true. say that all the time, you know, oh. I just didn't know the story behind it. Listen, when I had to tell my youngest child that I was raised Jewish and that we believe that Jesus is a man that existed on yeah. earth and that's mm-hmm. the extent of it. There's no, you know, but at first he was an ape now. That's who you believe. <laughs> <laughs> there was, you know, to us, there was no Messiah. There was no savior. Right, there was no right. all of that. She was distraught. Mm. Oh, very confused very confused huh. but she learned the concept of other religions at that moment gotcha. so. do, you, do you know what's interesting the way we look at mormons where they talk about what's his name john smith oh i like, have no idea i thought it was um yes i, I it was uh so book much. of mormon Rand yeah. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no so the way that christians look at the mormons with john smith like they're that's their like big savior right because he came after jesus and like spoke to jesus or whatever so the way that we look at Mormons, which is like insane and out there, right. is the way that Jewish people look at Christians. Because they're like, yeah, Jesus was just yeah. a man. It's just so. like, we're like John Smith. It was just a man. Yes, so. Yeah. What other religions can we offend tonight? <laughs> um, I guess we'll, 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 we'll put a pin in that and circle back. Yeah, let's go uh, ahead but and yeah, so, introduce so our guest. I am, 
just just real quick, I am Catholic, so I do the whole don't eat meat on on Friday thing, and I hate fish, so it's a very very hard Fridays for me. And the fact they give up peanut butter and jelly, come on, what am I eating on Fridays? I basically I do Passover every Friday during Lent. I just can't eat. <laughs> so I, so I guess I am a little bit more Jewish than we all thought. So anyway, we got a really special guest. He is, and when I say special, I mean like special. And I'm yelling because he's just so charismatic. This is uh Brian B from Scott. What's his podcast? Well, it's, it's not even his podcast. Yeah, it's, it's like a his, YouTube channel. It's, it's his, a, a Beeline web show. It's Beeline Entertainment. Like it's his Beeline brand. Entertainment. Yeah. I, I I hate to classify him as like a podcaster because he's not. He's more. He's got than a that. brand. Yeah. Yeah, man. He, um, we interviewed him, and I uh, was very intimidated the whole time because he is just a ball of energy. Yeah. And oh my gosh, he's awesome. So Beeline Entertainment on YouTube, on Twitter, probably oh, on Instagram. He's running a podcast for beginners class uh, that he's running currently right now. He's awesome. And if there's anyone I want to learn podcasting from, it's him. Because this guy, like, he just he gets it. That conversation we had with him, which you guys are going to hear in a little bit, he just gets it. Very entertaining guy, very motivational, and just so knowledgeable about the field that he's in and that we are all in. So we had an opportunity to sit down with him and kind of pick his brain about who he, who he is, what his brand is, and what he's trying to accomplish in this field. And it was just super interesting. So I really hope that you guys enjoy our conversation with Brian from Beeline Entertainment. There are three things that I hate in life. Taxes, nausea, and booking vacations. The first two I'm stuck with, but for the third, I use Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpiper Vacations is a small business that is LGBTQ plus owned and operated with travel advisors all over the country. Whether it's a cruise, a trip to a theme park, or an all-inclusive resort, Sandpiper has you covered. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's free. Why book a vacation when you can have someone else do it for you? That's like choosing to take the stairs in a building that has an elevator. Leave the headaches of booking a vacation to someone else. Get your quote today at www.sandpipervacations.com and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast. We are joined by a very special guest. It's your boy, Brian Beeline. He's got like four, uh, 18, 25 different podcasts that he's going to tell you about. But uh, man, I thought I had a lot of energy. This guy's got more energy than I've ever seen. Uh, so Brian, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing phenomenal. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Um, always excited to meet new podcasters and new people in this journey that I'm on. Uh, you know, thanks for having me, man. Of course. How how long how, how long have you been podcasting? We're still we're still kind of infants. We're two years in. Okay. Yeah. I, listen, I'm three years. I'm three years. Okay. Um, I always tell this story. It's like getting old at this point and shit. But um, I I started this off as like kind of an idea. Like I really wanted to uh, just kind of have a platform where I just spoke what I wanted to speak kind of freely. It was it's weird because it was at a time where I was kind of transitioning in life. I think I was kind of just growing up and I was kind of learning stuff, kind of life lessons and shit. So I kind of started really um, doing uh, quotes where I was just kind of like quoting my life and just and just saying that it was a quote by me and everything. And that's where I kind of transitioned. Um, I started on Twitter. And then it kind of joined in. I was like, listen, I want to do like, you know, a video thing where I just do videos about, you know, stuff that I'm doing or things that I'm feeling, just talking stuff, whatever. 
And um, that's where the idea was born for the beeline. That was in 2010. And uh, I didn't do nothing with it. I didn't just listen, 2010 all the way to, to, to 2020. Um, I didn't do nothing with it. I never touched it. And then, you know, COVID happened. And um, I, I was working. I was one of the essential. I was a essential worker. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I literally just said, you know. Chris essentially never works. So he's got a lot in common. Yeah, it's it's almost the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd have the latter. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, I really like. You know, my girl, she, she backed me. She was like, yo, if you feel like doing it, doing it. I saw a lot of other people starting. And then um, I was like, listen, no, I, I might as well start this. I've, I've had it for 10 years. Let me just do it. And I got a camera and the rest is history, man. Man, good for and, you. Uh, I, listen, COVID outside of the death and the and the the controversy and the fighting was the best thing for us content creators well, because it you know, you. gave us the time and the uh, and the uh, the resources to to kind of do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it really did. I mean, it's like a blessing and a curse at the same time. Everybody says that at this point. I guess you have the acknowledgement. And I you definitely feel bad for the people that, you know, lost their lives and, you know, of course. Like or whatever. But um, it really did cause everybody to slow down, man. And you started to kind of, at least for me, I started to understand what do I want out of life? Like, you know, I, I, what, do I want to keep doing this? Do I want to work 12 hours a day? Do I like? And, and that was like where my mind state just grew. And that was where I really wanted to talk about what I was experiencing. And then it just jumped from there. And just everything's just been building and building and just continuing the way it's been now. So I'm in love, man. That's I, amazing. I'm in love. Like, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Oh, it, it, dude, it's so addicting. I mean, yeah. like, I... If I could do this five nights a week, first of all, uh, Chris, Sarah, and then Mary. Who's he tries. With us, I know. He tries to do they would kill me. They would kill me. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It is a lot. But but at the same time, it's like, you know, five nights a week. Of Yeah, of course. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, it's a ridiculous amount of work. Sometimes people don't really understand. It's all about what you're doing. Now, if you're taking your phone out and you're just putting it up and saying you're just talking shit, like, even that's kind of a lot. You know what I mean? But... If you're actually putting production value into it, you're trying to make sure it's, you know, um, pleasing to the eyes. You're trying to make sure that you're actually putting out good content. Yo, listen, man. I literally, give me that book, James. I got my son here. He, he, was, he was helping me. I got a whole thing I'm doing after this, too. I literally have books and magazines and binders. I mean, we have a whole business at this point. Like, and, and that's why scheduling, you know, uh, um, yep. um, um, publicist, manager, like, it's transitioned into something that I never would have ever thought that this shit was going to be, man. I don't even work a nine to five anymore. This is my my job now. Wow. Yeah, Good yeah. for you. Merch, that, that's amazing, bro. That's yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal, at least that's here. The goal. Um, that's the goal. You know, it's crazy. And that's why I'm so glad that you came on because uh, it, it li- I, I've got a full time job. And then this is the other full time job that literally I don't sleep because I'm, I'm constantly thinking of ideas. We're an entertainment based podcast. Uh, yeah. centered around laughing at adulting. So it's constantly, okay, what situation can I put myself in today that I know I can tell on air later? Yeah, And then, you know, just different little segments and the evolution and then all just all the behind the scenes, the editing, the, you know, we've yeah, got yeah. several s- different streams of income, not uh, as much so we can go full time yet, but, you know, we've got the Twitch streaming and the the yeah. merch and the Patreon and the this and the that. And then, and then now we've gotten into this booking guest. Uh, yeah. because of our mutual friend Steve, who's been great to us. So yeah, yeah, great. Guy. You know, it, yeah, it, it's just uh, it's just definitely added to the mix of of now now we're getting into scheduling and stuff. That's phenomenal, man. Yeah. So you guys, uh, let me ask you: Have you guys started out together and have been able to continue on together? 
again, it's it's the evolution of the show. This show started off as a joke. It started off as my other co-host, Mary, we just we were just going to record a test on Zoom because I do a lot of radio and uh, and I was invited to a talk show that they did they recorded on StreamYard. And I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, wait, if they can do this, why can't I? Why can't yeah. I do this on Zoom? So it was just me and her testing it. And uh, I liked what we did, so I published it, and then it became the podcast. And then 20 episodes later, later Chris came along uh, that we just met through another podcast. And then we just brought on Sarah a couple weeks ago. So this That's is, awesome. it's been kind of our, it's been, we've been, we've all been together. Nobody's left the show, if you will. That's phenomenal, man. And that's really, you know, the beautiful thing about this, like we were saying earlier, like you literally the people that you meet, the networking that you do. The one thing that, you know, I've found the most challenging and I give my utmost respect to the uh, shows that are still doing it are, you know, the ones who keep a team together because uh, life life happens while you're doing this. When you talk, start talking years and you can literally say, hey, the person I started with is the same person I'm working with. My team has fallen apart and broken up to so many damn times. I don't even know how to count anymore, but we're still <laughs> all here. Like, you know, my girl is my manager, which I kind of just lucked out. She's phenomenal. And, you know, the things that she does. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, very organized, you know, very easy to work with. But she also started the show with me. Like she started, um, she was like kind of my, like my, my co-host who would just bounce ideas off of and stuff like that or whatever. And, um, and of course our, our first episodes were just horrendous, but I, I love them. You know what I mean? I love them. And it yeah. built me to where I got now. So much respect to you guys for staying together and you know continuing the journey together. It's it's we, hard. We have a lot of fun in our format. It, it, it's oh, yeah. it's risky because we make fun of each other a lot and like some gotcha. some pretty serious things. You know, their their big thing is making fun of my sex life uh, oh, okay. with, with my wife. And it's so not hard. Like, it's well, it's right. it's not hard because there is none. But uh, no, neither is Scott. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know it. it uh, feelings could get hurt but i think we've worked worked together long enough and we know each other long enough that uh mm -hmm. we know what boundaries we can push now sarah you're you're your husband's manager too right so you guys have that I in mean, common right no. <laughs> i am his biggest enabler i'll put it oh, that way okay gotcha okay. same but thing no no it, right <laughs> no it works i'm i'm glad to be a part of it and help him in any way he can now i will say that you guys don't know me well enough to make fun of me quite yeah, she laid down the wall there. right there. You are, you are getting there. I know <laughs> there have been there, there have day. been moments, but not quite yet. Not as bad. Yeah, no. It'll. We'll, trust me, we'll get there. Oh yeah, Chris, you had a question. Yeah. So when I heard you were coming on the show, Brian, I kind of did some research, and I saw that you are hosting a virtual workshop i found a post on reddit yeah yeah that you were uh that you're doing for podcast for beginners can you tell us a little about that yeah sure actually um you know it was something that i kind of thought up and i kind of wanted to from doing a lot of shows you start to realize that something that you've learned to kind of it's it's it, it's it's not easy but it's like it's like walking and breathing at this point like like you know from editing to yeah you're still learning you know you're learning every day or whatever but it's not a challenge like it was when i first started like, and so now it's like, oh, I know how to do this. I jump in front of a, a microphone. I know what I'm trying to say. I'm not writing stuff down and all that stuff. I literally just kind of know how to do the process at this point. So I've learned a lot, but I still experience while I'm going on shows, whether it be some people are just starting, whether it be some people are kind of still kind of, you know, asking questions or like, hey, what microphone did you first get? And this and that. And I'm sitting here like, okay, mm -hmm. um, you know, let me see if there's a way that I can kind of just give back. And also like, this is a business. So like, you know, it's, you know, it's different avenues or ways that, you know, you can kind of, uh, you know, help people and also help just your business as well. 
And I found out that the workshop yeah. is definitely going to be, you know, something that I would like to to dive into. And uh, this is going to be the first one. And we're basically going to have like, wow. yeah, this is the awesome. very first one. It's going to be the introduction on, you know, what worked for me um, in getting into podcasting, man. And uh, love that. just giving some tips and clues on, I think the first one we have, it's going to be, uh, you know, what started off, um, you know, uh, what are you doing it for? Stuff like that. You know, tips for getting guests, uh, different types of uh uh, shopping for your podcast and then just like a Q&A but it uh, should be a lot of fun awesome. I'm looking forward to it um I really enjoy meeting people and stuff like that so that's going to be something I really am looking for forward to good for you good for you I I, th- I tell I tell everybody all the time as passionate as I am about my own podcast I'm just as passionate about helping new podcasters to avoid some of the mistakes real, that we man. made early on uh, for example, our name makes zero sense to what we talk about, but you know now it's our brand, so we're, no we're, we're stuck with it. No new that's friends. Shit. Yeah, that's some dope shit. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yo, you want to know what's crazy though? One of the things, like I say, like you know, it's crazy talking about you know the beginning time, what happened. Like, like I said, man, I had no idea. I had no idea, like nowhere, shape, or form, that I was gonna be anywhere near like doing the kind of things that I'm doing now. From this, like when I first started, I literally just thought I was going to sit down in front of a microphone or a camera and just talk shit, man. Talk about people, talk about my life, talk about this, talk about that. But then um, in my second episode that I ever did, it was a guy I was driving to work and it was a guy standing outside holding a sign. And he was holding the sign and it was like kind of like early morning. It was like a green sign. He just freaking drew with a marker. He didn't even try hard. He just <laughs> he just he just put a marker out there with signs. And I looked Sounds at like him. Chris. Uh-oh. And I, as a matter of fact, just like that background right there, Chris, you just like your background. <laughs> Same yeah. shit. But um, when I looked at him, it spoke to me. And I don't know why, but I've seen a thousand people hold the sign, but it spoke to me. And I was sitting there thinking, like, that guy is literally doing exactly what I'm doing right now. He's trying to bring something to life, whether it be his business, his store, whatever. And from there, that's where I kind of transitioned into getting my guests. That's why I kind of transitioned into uh, working with people and wanting to kind of give back or um, help people kind of expose their processes that they're doing. And um, that was my whole beginning part of that, man. Just like, you know, giving people a platform also to help them show what they're trying to do and what they're trying to create. Because I know the challenge of it now. So big learning <laughs> lesson there, awesome. man. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, I, I, I always... Uh, it always makes me happy to see podcasters who have been doing it for a while. You know, I wish I had a mentor back two years ago to kind of take me through some of this stuff. And, and, and also I wish I wasn't as stubborn two years ago because before we hit publish on that first episode, I'm like, we're going to make it big time. This is gold and I'm just going to publish it and people are going to come. And it it, it doesn't work like that at all. Nah, man. Yeah. And it's very, it's very good to understand that because you can get discouraged Oh, uh, you can. And listen, I, I don't want to be mean. I'm trying to be nice. I'm like, you know, all presentable and stuff. Like that. But I, but it's like there's some people out there that need to understand. Yo, listen, bro, you might want to try a different craft. Like, <laughs> so, listen, I don't know if you guys have had it, bro, but I've had some boring ass like and I mean, people are cool, bro. But it's like when it comes to what we're doing, you got to understand, bro. You got to have some level of like attraction. Like you have to be able to speak a little bit. Yeah. I've literally had guys on the show, um, you know, or and, and also been on their show where I would literally try my best not to talk too much because I wouldn't want to like, you know, try to run their show and shit like, you know, not even intentionally. But just like I remember one show I went on. And this guy literally didn't ask me a question. He, he started recording. 
and I didn't even know we were recording to start off. I, I was kind of waiting for him to kind of present like the uh, the beginning or the the the, the intro. Sure. And he kind of just started asking. I think one of his first questions was like, so what's up with humans? And I said, what? Like, what the fuck are you asking me right now? <laughs> but I was what? really like, yo, Gosh. literally, man. Like, I, I'm also kind of, sometimes I swing and miss. I've been actually pretty lucky. Um, on my web show, I do a segment called Talking with Strangers. Yes. Um, and I, st I started that in, um, you know, just kind of in retaliation to I was getting a lot of people on. Because I was just going on Facebook hunting, like, you know, who's who's got a story to tell, who wants to just come on. And I was finding some really interesting people, really good stories, and I wasn't really knowing anything about them. So I was like, let's just talk with strangers. So what I do is I literally just, you know, send a message like, hey, you want to come on my show? I see that you're posting. You would like to come on? Don't read anything about them. Don't learn anything about them. Don't even talk to them until we get on air. And then I learn everything about them right there with everybody else. And um, I've met some amazing people doing that. That's bro. super interesting. That's a really yeah. cool gimmick. For great sure. stories yeah great yeah. stories doing that shit now you've had a, you've had a lot of celebrity interviews we're just starting to get into celebrity interviews uh you've yeah. had tommy chong uh you've had larry hankin who we just uh we just had a couple weeks ago he's great um, man oh he's so funny so larry funny. so many cool, cool shit, stories yeah, yeah. but one that i stumbled upon because we're still working on uh logistics to have him on our show so i wanted to kind of Hear your hear your uh, process and your show, and then also hear him uh, yeah. was Jeremy Miller, who played Ben Seaver on Growing uh, Pains. First of all, kudos to you because the way and, and I, I've only gotten through about half of that episode, but the way yeah. that you kind of geared that interview to have him tell the story, I I was almost in tears in my car really? uh, because it was beautiful. I was so excited for him when he landed the role on Growing Pains. Yeah, and then yeah. when Growing Pains ended and kind of what transitioned in the next part of his career, like I, I gasped. I was like, yeah, oh, like I was heartbroken. And uh, kudos to you. I've never had a podcast pull emotion out of me before, well, uh, damn, except for my own you, when they make fun of me. And, you know, but <laughs> great job, man. I feel you there. Thank you, bro. Yeah, Jeremy was actually really cool. Um, you know, I was uh, just like we were talking about on that episode, actually, like I was really. I've always been a sitcom kid. Like I was always watching, you know, TGIF and all the old school stuff. Mr. Belvedere. I watched everything right, back right. in the day. So, you know, when I heard that I had the chance to kind of talk with them, it was I was I was really interested because more than anything was the fact that he was a child star. Like he was, you know, from the 80s. He was a child star. These guys get a, a giant, you know, reputation immediately right. just by having that name. So you Everybody think that, thinks that Chris is a child star, but that's because he's just little and he looks 12. Oh, Chris. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, you guys go in on each other. I can just tell, man. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> fun as hell. Like. But, um, yeah, Jeremy was real cool, man. Um, it was just, it was it was really down to earth. And he kind of changed my perspective a little bit, um, thinking that, like, all child stars have some hidden trauma. And, you know, he had he had a definitely, a, you know, interesting life. But, you know, you know him delivering the fact that his, you know, his, his, uh, his mom really took care of him in the industry and um so much more information too we just recently um yesterday actually put out a episode with his co-host of his podcast um dave navarro and dave navarro oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, he's he's cool as shit too man he's cool as a fan and um telling me some people that that jeremy jeremy was a little was player man player player <laughs> drew barrymore and and uh danica keller and like he like oh. he was Dating, Hold man. on, Danica Keller was okay. Chris, Bro. you're 12. Danica Keller played uh, Winnie on The Wonder Years, and yeah. that was like still does nothing for me. I know. I'm sorry, 
Uh, she was in an episode of Impractical Jokers. No, she was everybody's. <laughs> okay, wow, no, that's show. Practical wow. Jokers, that's my show. Uh, we, I yeah. just got done watching it right now. I watch it on HBO Max every day. I, uh, love, I love that, that damn show. show, man. Yeah, she was everybody, every '80s kids crush. I, I mean, yeah. just oh, wow, it, Danica. I mean, just look, look her up. She's gorgeous, and yeah. um, God, that, that, that's that's great. And uh, to hear him kind of talk about how his best friend was uh, the guy who played Paul in The Wonder Years. Yeah, uh, yeah, that too. Yeah, Paul Sa- Paul Savino or some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Jeremy's cool as hell, man. I'm actually going to be. I think I have a, um another interview. I'm going on their show. Um, oh, good. I think yeah, soon. So I'll be talking to um talking to them too. Uh, it's, it's always fun to experience, like you know, when you're sitting. You guys can relate, like when you're sitting in the host seat. You know, your job is to keep the show going and keep the show entertaining and stuff like that, and make sure you're hitting all the buttons and stuff. But um, when you're when you're in the 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 you know the interviewee or whatever seat it's like you get to chill like you get to relax yeah. you get to see, let them work and you just talk yeah. and just say stuff and listen bro it's like a breath of fresh air i love it so i love like flipping the coin or whatever i know i'm gonna have you guys on my show too i can't wait for that i love the panel man the the panel discussion is why i started the lives because i was literally going on um different shows and some of them would have you know three or four people and we just be talking shit, man. And that was like one of my favorite things to do. Some of my right. favorite episodes is just the ones where you just talk shit. Me and my cousin get on there and just talk about random stupid stuff, make jokes, crack jokes on each other. And um, and sometimes real stuff too. But you have multiple people that you kind of get their perspectives on. And it's interesting. I love that so much. So I love yeah. the same kind of environment. Who's Who's been your favorite celebrity interview so far? So far, I think it would have to probably be Tommy Chong. Like Tommy Chong yeah, was a real cool. was a real like I was shocked that I was talking to him. And and just a little more backstory on me and this isn't to sound cocky and and at all. I kind of had a uh, a history with in the entertainment business. Um my father was a manager for uh you know different types of uh music artists and talent uh back in the day. So I I've actually always kind of been in that field. Um, I've worked, I've met, you know, uh, you know, Miss Elliott, uh, Mary J. Blige. We used to work with her family. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, a lot of different people. So, um, I, I, I already kind of already experienced, so I never had like that. Oh man, I'm like falling all over the place for like a celebrity. And, um, when I got to work with Tommy Chong, I was just like, man, listen, bro. Cause everybody knows him from Cheech and Chong more than anything. Sure. Right. But me was that 70s show. That 70s, I love that damn right, show. Right, right. That's and more Le- our era. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Leo, bro, listen, Leo <laughs> was the funniest shit. Like, I thought Kelso was the funniest. But Leo, when he was talking in the photo hut, when they went to the Canada trip for the beer, listen, bro, it's just, it shit don't get funnier than that, man. Like, yeah, I love everything about it. We're still so new to the interviewing celebrity uh, celebrity guest. Uh, we were real. Our, our our goal, our dream guest, was a guy who took off his false leg and ran in front of a train and lived or something like that. <laughs> like true story. <laughs> true story. <laughs> we, Holy we, really? We, because we we didn't get him, but uh, we just we, we want goofy Florida man type people that do stupid stuff just to Yo. say what the hell are you thinking? <laughs> I would love to talk to him. I'll talk to him right now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Listen, that's yo. Sometimes this, that that's why the, yo the whole talking with strangers thing. Celebrities are cool. Like you know, you're definitely going to be an awesome thing. But I'm telling you right now, bro. Like one of the people that I had on the talking with strangers was this lady, and um, I didn't even know her. I had no idea who she was, but she just responded to the ad, and um, she had she was 
the little girl in what's considered to be one of the worst movies of all time. Um, uh, Manos, The Hands of Fate. And um, I never heard about it, but apparently it has like a cult following. And um, huh. like people dress up like it. It was big on Mystery Science Theater. See, that's crazy. I, I thought the I thought the worst movie of all time was uh, Muppets Most Wanted, I, but I guess uh, I guess I was wrong. My bad. Listen, I don't even know. There's probably a couple out there, and I've never even seen the Muppets Most Wanted. Was that the that's the newest one, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the sequel to that. It, it that's a joke. One of our one of our Patreon members is like obsessed with the Muppets, and especially that movie. So uh, really? he's in our chat right now watching. So I just had to kind of poke gotcha. at him. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. You got a lot of insider, ins insider, yeah, oh yeah, insider yeah. jokes like um, like, oh uh, yeah, practical yeah, yeah. Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, so you, with you guys, like, how have you guys found like you know um the different interview or have you guys done interviews uh prior to like the celebrity guys? So we we have. We I mean we had uh, kind of a dream guest for me, uh, a gentleman by the name of Carlos Navarro. He was in uh, Hawkeye on Disney Plus. Uh, he was oh, one of the okay. tracksuit. He was one of the main three tracksuit mafia. Uh, he was in gotcha. The Walking Dead, uh, some other films and all that. And he's a local celebrity here in Orlando on a on a very popular radio show. So gotcha. we did that. And, you know, it was the whole episode was just him yeah. and, and kind of telling the story of his struggles. He sold slicers, he sold timeshares, and then the big break. Uh, most of the other ones, you know, I've had a lot of stand-up comedians, mostly mentors for me in yeah. pushing me to get started on my podcast. So there was a lot of comfort level there. Uh, celebrity interviews are difficult because you're doing research on it. And, uh, you know, yeah. with Bruce Valanche, who I learned so much about in researching and, and, you know, I knew what he had done. I knew he had written star Wars, uh, holiday special, didn't know yeah. all the other stuff. So I got more excited as I learned. Yeah. More the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce did a lot of stuff, man. I'm still trying to talk with Bruce now. Actually, I'm hoping I can get him on kind of had timing problems with him, but uh, yeah, he's, he's fascinating. Guy, he's fascinating super super funny but we're still trying to find our footing. really nice guy yeah. too. we're still trying to find our footing and i'd love to talk to you about this off air sometime it's just how sure. do we keep our personality of the show but still have this guest still showcase this guest and still uh you know they're they're there to promote something and and so how do we help them with that and still not or and not lose our identity within the interview if that makes sense it that is super super duper important bro I, and i'm and, and and that's something that you know fortunately fortunately in my situation i i'm gonna be real man i i literally just talk yo i i don't i don't yeah. do um i don't do a lot of like you know uh check mark questions and stuff like that sure. i actually i kind of turned this show down a couple of uh, a couple like a week ago maybe and um he he kind of had a format where he had a panel and he was interviewing kind of some known names and he was distributing questions to everybody on the panel to ask. So basically like one person would ask one yeah. question and then another person would ask a question and then it felt like even when I was watching it it felt so dead like like how, how, this person's never going to know who I am like doing this like that. He's going to oh you're that guy who asked me that question that time. I'd rather me be me and be like, yo, even if I don't, even if I don't talk to you about anything that you do, like if you just come on my show and you're Tommy Chong and I say, Tommy Chong, you're on my show. What did you eat for breakfast this morning? What, what shoes do you like to wear when you go to the store? I like those shoes too. I like, well, and then I just have this conversation and that just builds. Yeah. And you're just like, and this guy's in there talking to you about shit that he ain't never talked to you. About. He's like, man, everybody asks me the same shit every five minutes. I'm on a hundred shows yeah. a week. He asks me the same shit. And then it's like, you realize these people are people, man. You know, they wake up. I think me and Tommy Chong, at one point, we were talking about um, 
like you know uh, uh religion and this and that and he started breaking down like you know what what how uh cannabis helps you break from your mindset it just went to a whole other place but i was like okay let's let this guy kind of vent a little bit let's see let's see where it goes and i, I was enjoying it because yeah. he was able to do that you know it was just like his natural shit like his mind state we started talking about um what happens when you get old and he was like yeah you get older and you know you gotta you know really watch your p's and q's because people look at you different it was just very interesting what he was naturally able to go into after we talked about the 90s show coming out and you know different things like that but i i just like to be personable man like yo hey what's up how you doing Where, you know did you always live there and it just your character is important. People right. are watching this shit not just for Tommy yeah. Chong. They're watching this shit because they want to see you talk to Tommy Chong. They want to exactly. see you talk to Larry Hankin. You know, yeah. And that's what people need to you know trust yourself. You know, it is kind of intimidating, but it's just one of those things that kind of just comes with time, I guess, man. I'm I'm just I'm fucking rarity, bro. Cause I, I I'm not shy. I'm not I'm not scared. Like I I don't care. Right. <laughs> right. I like to have fun, man. And that's just what it is. Like I like to have fun. I like a good time. Where can our listeners find you? Oh man, um, yeah, we're on YouTube right now. Um, I actually got a website coming out in probably the next couple of days. I hope if everything's done. Um, but we're on YouTube. We uh, host the Beeline Web Show on Tuesday nights, nine p.m. Eastern time. We do uh, the Beeline Entertainment on Thursday nights, nine p.m. Eastern time. The Live on the Lines is Sunday nights, nine p.m. Eastern time. And then the rest of the talk shows we kind of fit in wherever we can because we constantly are just doing stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, on YouTube for the most part, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of that, we're on there too. Um, it's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. All right, before we go, you got to give me your signature, uh, your signature intro. Uh, you know, it's your boy Brian B. Because it, it gives, it's gonna give me goosebumps. Yeah. Now listen, listen, yo, what's good, yo? Y'all see the shirt? Y'all see the shirt? What is it? I love what is it. Say? What is it? Say? What is it? Say? What is it? Say? It says, "People, people, what's good? What's happening? What's up? What's going on? It's me, it's me, Brian B, and we back at it, back at it. That's right, yo, check it out. This is the Beeline Entertainment Show, the place where you, you, him, them, that dude over there, come on and show." That's right. Yo, listen, I'll do it for y'all real quick. But yeah. Oh, thanks, like, man. That's like awesome. Like the people up, bro. Incredible. I love it, man. It, that's Thank amazing. You guys, yo. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Check out Brian's uh, YouTube channel. And uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. want to join a cult? Well, this might be your lucky day. For just $2 a month and a simple blood oath, you can join our clubhouse and become a friend with benefits. In addition to the amazing feeling of donating to the poor, you will have access to Patreon-exclusive content, live shows, and maybe even a behind-the-scenes look at my secret stash. To get started, head on over to nonewfriendspodcast.com and hit join our clubhouse. Can't wait to see you at the initiation ceremony. Oh, and in the chat during our live shows, of course. All right, so if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening to our second episode of No New Friends After Dark. Hope you guys enjoyed it just as much as we did uh, making it. 
And I hope we didn't offend you. And if we did, I'm, I, I, I hope we did offend you, I guess. So next week, <laughs> I've had a couple of couple, uh, couple more glasses of wine than I did when we recorded No New Friends earlier. So what I'm saying might not make sense. Join us next week, same time, maybe, same place, definitely, for another edition of No New Friends After Dark. Um, thank you all for helping to keep the show going. We're going to keep doing this until you guys are sick and tired of us. We'll see you next week. Okay, shalom. Is that good? Yeah, how do we end it? We do, we're, not gonna do, we're not going to do okay, bye. Maybe maybe just take that whole thing out and just... Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, Sarah ends it with Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. <laughs> how do you say goodbye in Jewish? Shalom is hello, Whoa. goodbye, and... Oh. See, they so, got they, they're smart because they just so did, say okay shalom. okay, shalom. Okay, shalom. Oh, wait, wait, I was talking <laughs> over you. I was talking over you. Do it again. Okay, shalom. No New Friends After Dark has been brought to you by Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpipervacations.com. Just check out our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. Become a friend with benefits. Check out our sweet merch and so much more. This has been a No New Friends Entertainment LLC production.